try to be respectful. What, not drink out of the bottle? Yeah. You allowed Road to drink out of the bottle? Road is a person. All oh, right. Yeah, but I'm, I'm an adult now. It is weird that you can drink... You can you can drink, like, 20 cold drinks out of the bottle, like, and no one really cares, but you can't drink coffee out of the pot or tea. It's a good point. I mean, scalding hot <laughs> Why can't you drink fucking tea out of the kettle? I mean, <laughs> Fucking what people, these are, the standards. It's just hell. ludicrous. It's PC culture gone wild. <laughs> Oh, fucking PC culture. I think we've started now. But yeah, PC culture. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've uh, started I started uh, trying out a new dating app. Because um, it seemed a bit more interesting and Tinder was just getting more and more sad. Right. Not just as in like, the people you see that is like, oh, it's just, I don't, I don't know. So I tried out this, um, I'm trying out this app called Hinge. Mm. Which is advertised. I saw it like advertising social media. It's kind of like uh, oh. the app that's designed to be deleted. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't look into it. What, what's the deal with it? Um, so it, the, the the selling point is basically like, oh, you'll actually find somebody on this app. <laughs> we, this thing. works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, the, years ago, I tried a different app, um, which was like uh, you match with quotes. Um, okay. It was, I can't remember what it was called, but like you'd read a, a sentence and you'd either match with it or unmatch with it. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's not pictures. It's just like a statement or a paragraph or whatever it was. Uh, and this feels like a blend of that and Tinder. So like I think you have to upload six images or videos and um, three statements. Mm. Like oh, the wire is really underrated. You know, something like that. <laughs> no, it and isn't. You can ch- <laughs> And you can choose to match with either one of the pictures or the or the statements. Right. So, like, you'd find a statement be like, oh, yeah, no, I agree with that. Or I'm interested in, in talking about that. So let, let's do that. So I've tried that. But, like, the alarming amount... Well, the social justice warriors, PC culture. Yeah, those, the amount of people who are looking for... And who are looking for social justice warriors. Like, that's their description of something. Yeah. It felt really weird to me. And then I guess that means that like I've got a certain perspective on social justice warriors in that they're um, not very genuine or they're not very well guided. Well, it's because they're, they're kind of they're inherently unlikable and they have trouble getting along with people in the real world. So yeah, they're looking for one. Like ah, oh, what's 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 your idea of a of a perfect date? Oh, you know, burning down a I don't know, like photoshopping an image of the government on fire because yeah edgy you know yeah like, oh, i want to find someone sexy. who's as unlikable as i am <laughs> well that's what i'm doing like, the amount of times <laughs> the amount, the amount of, i thought it would be better but you just you there's an example um that's been going on since lockdown of actors trying to embrace social media oh uh, right so like famously yeah. there's garth brooks but this was a while ago and he's, he's just really fucking creepy and psychotic <laughs> and then there was matthew mcconaughey or mcconaughey who was just like hey how's it going i really like the mala going on between us you know it's, it's, okay. it's just like dude like you're not people think i think tom segura did a bit on this uh recently on the the new hot wings season that's just come out 
uh, the remote one. And yeah, he went on about how, yeah, like they're, they're actors and it's not a detriment to them. It's just like, there's a reason that they're not writers and there's a like there's so mm. much ego involved in being a super massive megastar. Yeah. Sex symbol or whatever it is. That they're going to be a little bit whacked in the head. Well, it's so it's like, just become and just hugely transparent that they can't deal with not being seen. Well, there's that as well, but it's just like you can't, you know, the things that they're saying, like, oh, no, he's really good at giving speeches. Yeah, yeah, if somebody else, if a team of award-winning writers write his words for him, yeah. Then yeah. And it's not a detriment because I do respect acting. It's just they're not they're, they're very different things. Yeah. And this is what's going on with this Hinge app is basically Tinder people are being now having to actually write things instead of, hey, you know, uh, why don't we meet up or something like that? Yeah. You know, they're actually having to articulate a little bit more. Right. So because it's trying to form relationships things. rather than hookups. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess. Or it's like trying to at least filter out the people with no personality who don't make any effort yeah or just cut or are unable to yeah you know? and again it's nothing wrong with that it's just there's a lot more for me to react angrily to mm. so like there's the, the number one thing i've noticed is apparently the world is absolutely filled with harry potter fanatics and i mean like nine out of ten people that i'm seeing are just like we'll get on really well if you love Harry Potter as much as I do. <coughs> and I never thought of Harry Potter as like a cult following. It's, it's hugely popular. And like, it's part of the reason why I don't get along with a lot of people, because I don't care about it. It's popular, yeah. And I, I was one of those kids who read all the books when they came out. And I read them within one or two days of them being released, because mm. when I was young. So like, I would be like, oh, I, I read Harry Potter and I enjoyed reading the books but I never thought of it as a universe to, you know, get involved in. And obviously there's been cosplay, like queues upside, outside bookstores, dressed as wizards and all that kind of stuff going on. So it's had the kind of cult aspect to it. But in terms of a universe, I never considered it that way. Like the same way that like Star Wars or Star Trek as a universe. And I think maybe it's just because those are more aimed at adults as much as like Lord of the Rings is like, oh, little, you know, dwarves and goblins and whatever. It's kind of aimed more towards an adult community. Maybe, I but feel. I don't. Even then, I don't think that's true. I think, like, um, I, I don't. I think Star Wars has always been aimed at kids, and the reason people complain about it so much is because they outgrow it and then <laughs> complain that it doesn't change. And then Lord of the Rings is, I think, is still aimed at kids, but it was aimed at kids in like the fifties or the forties or whenever the fuck it was written, who had <laughs> a bit more of a sophisticated understanding of reading because they didn't have anything else to do. Well, you know, like the first Star Wars film, like he sees his step parents burned alive, right? Yeah, uh, kids. Such a kid. <laughs> kids love that shit. <laughs> Fucking hate my step parents or my uncles, <laughs> my uncle and aunties. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's and it's real. It's I'm literally nine out of ten women are just like, yeah, no, I love Harry Potter. It's like I can't understand. And I, I thought first, I thought, oh, because the universe in terms of harry potter is actually quite small it's like all kind of contained on one planet no it's like it's, like, it's the, there's not that many characters i mean yeah. there's trees and there's links and there's uh, you know there's what this wonderful monsters um you know prequel that's going on with johnny depp or whatever so like it's got a little bit of an extended universe but it just doesn't feel very big i guess mm. but i guess it's just too fucking whimsical 
I think that's the thing that really turned me off. It's like, diving. I want to be part of this wonderful, whimsical, charming world. Yeah. But no, Star Wars, which I'm not even, I'm not even a big cult member of Star Wars. The only cult thing that I'm really a fan of, I guess, would be Dexter. I was like, I was hardcore into Dexter. Like, yeah. I read the books as well as watching the TV show, and I was really tuned into it. But I wouldn't call Dexter a universe. No. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's the character and there are... Yeah, I'd say Dexter is as much a universe as Harry... Well, it probably feels a bit wrong to say. Harry Potter's a bit more expansive, I guess. But yeah, I can't... uh, To me, Harry Potter cultishness isn't as uh, developed or mature as another kind of cultish... Like Star Trek, right? I've watched all the Star Treks. I still don't count count myself as like a hardcore fan of them. I'm a hardcore fan of Slipknot. Yeah. Right? <coughs> it's like I guess to me Harry Potter is like the um Justin Bieber of Slipknot. It's just like <laughs> I just can't quite see the So like well the thing that gets the, me the is that um because it's kind of based in literature um I think they almost elevate it as being like not better than it is but more more deserving of of fandom than it is. And they'll look and people who love Harry Potter might like um might look down on guys on like adults who are into like my little pony because there's a shit ton of those for some reason which i never got mm. um yeah but because harry potter is based in literature by the way it's still a fucking kids book like you but because it's based on books like they they need they they, they see it as kind of higher being than like kids tv shows or Anything Again, like you that. know, like the, the first Harry Potter book, he, de- he he witnesses his parents being tortured and murdered, to de- murdered to death. Right, kids, kids love that. No, it's great. Yeah, no, kids, kids <laughs> books dealing with adult themes, like it's important. Yeah, <laughs> spends. I can't remember. I think it was the first one where he's like spends hours staring into a mirror, imagining his dead parents. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking. This is like Thomas the Tank. You know, I guess it is. It, it, <laughs> I see it as adult, but I could totally understand how it's like, oh, you know, kids experience these kind of things, and maybe it's a bit more, a bit more hard hitting of childish stuff. The, like the, look, the only experience stuff. I've really got of Harry Potter was when it came out. Um, they read the first one to us when we were in primary school. So as far as I'm concerned, it's a kids book. Ah, oh, I didn't have that. The only thing I could think of is maybe it's the films, because the films came out, you know, later, obviously for us. <coughs> It came out much later, so it was like maybe we didn't have the. Ex- I had the excitement for. I didn't have the excitement for the books, but when I got the book, I did read it. But maybe I didn't have the films. Oh, yeah. the new Harry Potter films coming out, and you can see it and imagine yourself in it. Maybe I, more I didn't watch the films. I still haven't watched any of the films. I, again, I think I have watched them, but I didn't like them, and it felt very uncomfortable because it was. It, it was one of those things of like uh, I had it in my mind. The I, my imagination from the book was so much stronger and personal as it's always going to be yeah then you're watching the film you're like eh, i don't really quite get it i thought i thought her name was hermione and i was like well hermione's <laughs> quite a nice name <laughs> so yeah maybe it was the films that kind of kind of did it but yeah like um it's a more it's kind of an interesting uh app anyway this dating app mm. um had a few conversations one of them had a statement which was uh it's lolly ice not ice lollies and i don't want to talk about it so I obviously sent her a message on that statement saying, what the fuck? Yeah. And she said, I'm not looking for negativity. All right. Why is this the <laughs> hill you're dying on? 
And I asked her profile. She was like, "Oh, I really like sense of humor. You know, you know, don't take yourself too too seriously." It's like I tr- I did genuinely think like maybe she's joking, but then after a while, it was like, "No, she's really uh, she really does not want to talk about lolly ice." <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want to so, do. Why does that matter to you? <laughs> what happened? Well, I've got I've got stupid beliefs, right? Probably, like if I think about something, I wouldn't. Oh yeah, but you want to talk it. about it, yeah, and you want to talk about it to stupid <laughs> degrees. Yeah, definitely. Like like that Miss Hitler twenty sixteen thing, right? Yeah. If I if there was someone, who, I would match with someone who won Miss Hitler twenty sixteen because <laughs> I think that would be fascinating. Yeah. But I wouldn't match with someone who was runner up. No. Because if you're gonna do it. Do it like you obviously didn't put enough effort into this. Yeah, as horrific as that could be. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you don't want to fail to be a Nazi. Yeah, not to be the most voted pageant beauty of mm. the Nazi Party or the neo-Nazi Party or whatever it is. Yeah. So yeah, but it just seemed like it, that's the first impression, I guess. And like the the app tries to be funny by like having a. Uh, prompts on top of questions so be like the thing i think about in the shower is and then they give their answer right one of them is i won't shut up about (laughs) (laughs) bit aggressive (laughs) yeah and it's like i won't shut up about uh my cat like oh well if you're not gonna shut up about it then fuck (laughs) off (laughs) (laughs) and you've yeah it's just i mean uh, politics people love politics so there's a lot of political statements of like i won't shut up about feminism or, or you know whatever political party it is and it's just like it seems like a strange that's the thing a strange I, advertisement that's that's another one of these things i really don't think people are that into politics i just mm. think they're into their friends yeah like they're or into just their team to match with a social justice warrior you're like why not just have somebody who has a strong political ideals or similar morals to you or similar beliefs to you it's like no they have to be a social justice yeah. warrior oh, All stupid right. fair enough like most but people's the, relationship to politics is um, like a non-football fan's relationship with their home team. It's like, well, if I'm going to support football, I'll it'll, I'll I'll go watch a Stoke match because yeah. that's that's my team. And you do feel a sense of a certain sense of support for them <laughs> if you've never watched football in your life, which I barely barely fucking have. Um, there would still be a certain sense of pride if they came home with a with a cup. Hmm. And it's yeah, like there'd be some kind of thing. Like that's most people's anyway. relationship to politics. Like they don't know and they don't really care, but they're just supporting their team. Mm. Yeah, just kind of casual passion. Yeah, day to day. It's like, it's like people that care about football when the World Cup comes around. Like I'll watch mm. an England match. Yeah, same. I enjoy watching football. I just don't really have a, a local team that I support. Mm. So on a national stage, yeah, sure, it's interesting yeah. to play with. But yeah, so yeah, put myself out there, chatting with these people, trying, see how it goes. Mm. Uh, but in uh, uh, coincidentally, a listener po- uh, posted uh, an email for us about Harry Potter, so I thought that was uh, that was fitting. Uh, it's a Reddit post, um, and again, it's just in a weird universe to be really into. This is the the post. Hang on, <coughs> fucking cough. Mm. <coughs> Wuhan. Um, right, yeah, this is the Reddit post. We have raised our almost eight-year-old daughter to believe she's a witch. Oh, From fuck. an old wizarding yeah. family. <laughs> yeah. We're looking for more sophisticated and creative ideas from the community to keep this thing going. 
So there's a lot of instant reactions you get from that, right? Where people, some people go, don't lie to your kids. It's not a wizard. But in the same, you know, every year, Fat Man comes down the chimney mm. and fairies steal your teeth. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's uh, it's, mag- it's it's childish it, imagination. It's, it's, it's a framework used to teach your kid morals is essentially what you're doing. Teach your yeah. kids like good morals and a good way to live, um, which is the same as any any religion, right? Sure. Any anything you tell kids, really, they're not going to deconstruct it on an intellectual level. No. They're just going to be like, they're okay, just going to be massively devastated later in life. <laughs> <laughs> they're just going to, you know, there's a, there's a train coming at them for whatever reason, yeah. and they pick up a stick and say something, and it doesn't work. <laughs> realization. <laughs> <laughs> oh no my parents have been lying to me yeah. flat that kind of thing since our daughter was five and my wife and i first started reading her the harry potter books we have told her that she's a witch and that the wizarding world is real she's almost eight as and as her questions have gotten deeper we've kept building the illusion with more details about our family genealogy and its connection to book characters <laughs> i look right because like i've done this before not like on this level but like I did, um, uh, when I was I, I worked for a company and they really did a lot of paperwork to try and like help um, help you understand your personality and like make records. Sorry, this cough. <coughs> I think it's just hay fever. Hopefully <laughs> next week I'm dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I did. I worked for a company and they kept on giving us all these forms to fill out about like when was the when's a time you can recall when you were you exhibited strong leadership qualities or when was a time when you were afraid and that kind of thing and I just I just got bored so I just started every single answer was the plot of an Arnold Schwarzenegger film (laughs) and I was very very I wasn't hiding it in any way I was like well me and a bunch of friends were on a chopper going into the South American jungle to to examine the, the work of these drug dealers and then this invisible alien (laughs) <laughs> kept on hunting us down one by one. So I was like, cover myself in mud and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so I can understand and it's more entertaining and it's more enjoyable. And I've been tempted to, if there's young kids, I mean, I've convinced you, well, I tried to, no, I did convince your nephew that he was a werewolf. Yeah. Um, and like, he does still question it and he may still question it to this day, but I'm still going to maintain it. Didn't we? It's just a bit of fun. We convinced a girl in the past, a, a random girl at a party, we convinced her that I'd recovered from Down syndrome. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. But that's. <laughs> You know, this might, we've got more interesting hinge profiles. You know? <laughs> First opening sentence at a party is like, oh, so what do you do for a living? It's like, hi, this is Steve. He had a, he had a rather noticeable disability, but he grew out of it. <laughs> he grew out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, bananas. Yeah, 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 yeah. just lots and lots of potassium, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> More interesting. And like, yeah, there's no real... Um, you could argue that maybe there's some harm done, but I think years of telling kids about Santa Claus is somewhat relevant. Mm. About like, yeah, they're kids, they're going to believe in the magic and then they're going to grow out of it. So I, I can understand why... I don't understand why people would be angry at it. It's just, why do this with with Harry Potter when you can do it with, I don't know, with Dexter? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Uncle Dexter. He's a mass murdering serial killer. <laughs> But he only kills the bad people, so make sure you're on the nice list, not the naughty list. 
Walk into your kid's room with bedrooms covered in cling film. <laughs> How's it going, bud? <laughs> yeah, I would just do it with a different thing. It doesn't feel that uh, that big to me. Um, and it's connected to book characters. Stories about times we used magic and the life and moral lessons we learned about it. She has processed many difficult subjects like racism, climate change, and even the coronavirus. <laughs> In the context of Harry Potter. In, yeah, through Dumbledore. <laughs> uh, she's figured out climate change. <laughs> I mean, there's a botany class in Harry Potter, and there's mm. a greenhouse in that. Is that is that the extent? I don't know. Uh, the world. Oh, we. Why don't you use your magic to solve climate change? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Before other parents judge or lecture, we know that it's gaslighting, and that eventually she'll have, she'll have to be disappointed, I think, and have trust issues with us when she learns the truth. Is that trust what gaslighting is? I didn't. I'm I wouldn't quite, consider that gaslighting. It's. I mean, it's. It's only as manipulative as a religion is. Like, I wouldn't say religion is necessarily gaslighting. Well, with well, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say religion is gaslighting because you're not doing it to manipulate. You're doing it because you believe. Right. So, ah, uh, it's because. So the difference is <laughs> they're doing it knowing. Th- that they're knowing true. that it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, and but yeah, the actual framework kind of... of it is the same. What religion? No, the way that they're the way that they're doing it using using text texts to teach morals and um and like kind of allegorical yeah. lessons. Yeah, but if they if they were framing it as we just like Harry Potter, then it would be fine, I think. Yeah. If you're saying you're actually a, wi- a witch, yeah. and you know <laughs> y- your uncle was a witch, yeah, and, you know whatever goes on, it's like you're building a, a false belief system intentionally. Yeah. I guess. But again. You know, Santa. I met Santa Claus once. He was quite a nice guy. He fell off his sleigh and landed on my neighbor's trampoling. It was an all right time. You know, like I, he seemed like a legit guy to me, so I never had any problems when he stopped visiting me because of his alcoholism or whatever it was. <laughs> <coughs> we justify it. We justify it that we are adding magic to her childhood. You can do that without Harry Potter and giving her motivation to reach her full magical potential. She hasn't. She's not magic. <laughs> and the only trouble is that. Like I'm not magical. Don't try and teach her to reach for magical. She's eight years old. Is that right? Yes. Right. So uh, if not now, then at least maybe within a few years, aren't all her friends going to think she's fucking mental? Yeah, but um, I imagine this isn't that uncommon, right? I imagine the same thing with Santa Claus. You're like, yeah, if people still adamantly believe in Santa Claus in their mid thirties, you're like, that person's mental. So like, and even when you're twelve, you're like. Oh, I never really had the whole Santa Claus thing. Like, um, uh, <laughs> was, it, I was hit quite hard with the truth. And I was like, I was like, oh, you know, I don't really believe in Santa Claus. Yeah, good, because it doesn't fucking exist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah but, <laughs> yeah, but that's one little story. That's not an entire framework of your life. Like, yeah. this is, it's not like you, you'd be saying to your friend, oh, well, don't, don't, don't take his pencil, because if you take his pencil, they'll send you to Azkaban. <laughs> the soul eaters will come. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know soul. any Harry Potter references, but like, yeah, like you just keep coming out with all this shit. <clears throat> it, like it's like it's the equivalent of of Santa Claus if if someone just talked about Christmas all year round. Yeah, yeah. But did you at school? Did you have anyone that you knew believed in Santa when you didn't? I never had that experience. 
No, I th- no it's, one really talked about Santa Claus. No, no, same. Like we, d- we, d- it didn't. Yeah. No, I don't ever remember any conversations about Santa. Um, yeah, like there was lots of Christmas stuff because it was a Christian school. Um, so, Christian but it was all school. more based on the on the Bible. That's another weird little little, not red flag, but a noticeable thing on dating profiles is when they say that they're Christian. Nothing wrong with Christians. It's just I've just had a lot of weird conversations with yeah. Christians on dating profiles. I guess <laughs> it's become kind of a Christian become school. kind of a dirty word nowadays to say you're religious. But then I don't think there's anything different between like religion and the pe- most people's like modern kind of political ideologies. It's all just follows a framework that about things that don't exist. Like, does the Christian school not teach the Old Testament? They're like forget the prequel. We're talking about the new Marvel films now. Yeah, yeah. So you know? like, it was there was there was lots of Jesus stuff. We used to sing hymns every morning and pray at like lunch and uh, stuff Ugh. like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For what we're about to receive, may the Lord make us truly thankful for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Um, <laughs> for God's sake. And then I could eat my mashed potato. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, was that the body of Christ? <laughs> no, <laughs> never, never did that stuff. But like, they did some Old Testamenty stuff. So there was like, um, you learn about like Noah's Ark and all that shit because kids love that. Mm. Um, <laughs> they love boats. Yeah, or one boat. Yeah, those big Just stories. We we never learned about like Sodom and Gomorrah, or <laughs> <laughs> like people God turning people into pillars of salt. Like, why the fuck did God do that? I went to um, an after-school club. Um, I must have been like. 14, 15. We used to go there because it was like, oh, it's a place to hang out with friends. Yeah. Kind of a church in the middle. And they were very preachy. There's lots of religious kind of talk and stuff. And it was, um, I was just one, I was one of those uh, annoying kids who'd be like, so what you're saying is Jesus was a bastard then? <laughs> like, what? Wow. Bastard, isn't he? I mean, what? Mary wasn't married, was she? I mean, yeah. it's like, yeah, I guess if you want to look at it that way, Jesus, <laughs> our Lord is a bastard. They just have stupid, confrontational, yeah. childish, trolley kind of conversations. It, t- it, it made me completely anti-religious, like, for, for a good period of time after that. I kind of, I don't mind religion now, and I, don't, I, I generally don't mind a, a lot of religions. I think if they just offer you a framework and you don't get fucking puritanical about it, I think it's 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 an interesting way to frame your life. I don't personally buy it, but um, mm. like if people want to do it and they're not harming anyone, then go for it. Um, but I There's used no to be really to... like anti anti religion, like oh, religion's destroying the world and like all of that stuff. When I was, <laughs> when I was in my teens, like it sent me the complete other way. Um, yeah. But these days, I'm, I'm I'm not warm to it, but I just don't care. I think it's just like people, especially if it's being forcefully done. Mm. I don't think you can argue with just peacefully, like peacefully preaching. If that's a preaching, feels kind of aggressive, but yeah, as in kind of targeted. But no, I think you can like peacefully just chat about ideas and discuss things and like yeah. religions and that. I don't think anyone can really argue with it. And if you do do it aggressively, I think people, I think intelligent people are going to react the negative way. I'm not saying you're an intelligent person, but. You know, it's not, not going to react the way that you want. Like, there was a thing about Keanu Reeves in the paper recently that I didn't include that was Winona Ryder when they were recording Dracula. Uh, there was a scene where she had to cry, and Keanu Reeves, Gary Oldman, and Anthony Hopkins, I think, were in it as well. And she had to cry in this scene, so the director just started calling her a whore. <laughs> 
and started like trying to get all the actors to you know insult oh. her and make her feel terrible. And you just go, I don't under, like unless you're incredibly vulnerable at that point in time or incredibly fragile, your back's going to get up, right? You're going to be yeah. like, what the fuck? You're going to become confront. Uh, I'd imagine in most, and it happened in this case where she was like, that just didn't have the intended effect. I would, and, none of, and the actors didn't want to insult her. Maybe <laughs> it's it's a different it. level. It's a, maybe it's a completely different level of vulnerability for a bloke. Maybe it's just kind of who we are as people. But I have a feeling that if someone did that to us, we'd probably laugh. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, and you're a whore and action. <laughs> Go. <laughs> And cry whore tears, if you wouldn't mind. Some whorish tears, that'd be yeah. great. Stupid, okay, big, brilliant. dumb whore tears. <laughs> <laughs> did you, like, did you hear about the, the p- making people cry on, on movies? The, the, there was a famous one with a kid. Um, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, and it was bees. A, it, was like bees. A, it was like a Christmas film. Or t- I don't know. There was something. It was Macaulay Culkin. Uh, I covered this on the on the podcast yeah, about years ago. But yeah, the Macaulay Culkin and the bees. I can't remember what the film was called. But yeah, his friend, which was a girl his age, was at the funeral. <laughs> Sorry if I'm overtaking your story. No, 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 go for it. But like, yeah, her mum just said, uh, and it was a funeral scene uh, of the Macaulay Culkin. He dies in the end of the B film, by the way. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, and yeah, she's in the she's she has to cry. So her mum just leant down and said, "Just imagine I'm dead and in that casket." And she, no, the, right. So the one I heard was was one of the reasons why why laws about like child access and stuff com- got completely changed. Um, was I th- it was in like this the fifties or the sixties or something? I cannot remember the film. I'll I'll try and find out. But it was there was no parents on set. It was just the director and the kid and the rest of the cast and whatever. Um, and the director like she the kid had to cry, and the director mm. told her her parents had died. <laughs> <laughs> Like she didn't no pretense about it. No, like imagine <laughs> it. Dead, but like, sorry, your parents are dead. And action, like, <laughs> still and, don't forget your lines. And she while was you're grieving. completely inconsolable. Like, because she thought her parents were dead. She was like six, eight years old. Like, I shouldn't be here. I should be doing other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a acting's a weird thing anyway. Like the whole industry is a very strange. Well, that's not thing. acting, is it? <laughs> well, it's like it's the business, right? The director's yeah. like, "How are we going to manage this diva, eight-year-old, non-crying child?" <laughs> well, I'm going to murder her parents in her mind. Yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's given this girl motivation to study, so she can get into Hogwarts. Um, they've asked their teachers, and um, the teachers are fine with it. They think it's quite funny, and um, yeah, quite genuine. No harm to it. And yeah, they're looking for more ideas for how to inject little bits of Harry Potter magic into everyday life using technology crafts and adding more details to the fanfic that is our lives. So anyone with any Harry Potter child raising advice who you want to inspire the child, I mm. guess in a way, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> But yeah, there's much more Harry. I know that Harry Potter's been successful. I just never thought of it as a a fandom, but obviously it is. You know, it's not on the same kind of level as other things. But that's probably just a taste thing, right? It's like, I, like I said, I watch Star Wars. I wouldn't consider myself a hu- a lot a huge Star Wars fan. I don't know a lot of the references. I know a lot of the cultural references from TV shows that have taken the piss out of Star Wars. Yeah, that's kind of my level of fan 
fandom on a lot. Yeah, of stuff. no, I'm the same way. I know, so, I know yeah. about it because people talk about it. Yeah, I just know Star Wars from Robot Chicken mainly. Yeah, it's kind of the main stuff. Anyway, <clears throat> into some news. Um, yeah, this whole stuff that's going on. Uh, yeah, super. Uh, people are starting to become less and less concerned with uh, the lockdown. I think. Which is understandable because it's been going on for so long that people just, you're not meant to be able to do this. No. So they're going to start acting out. But just everyone's just kind of relaxing things in little ways. And one of them apparently is there's a rule that you, only one person per household should go food shopping. So if you go food shopping, you shouldn't go with six family members. Yeah. You know? Well, we, or we, you shouldn't we've go been sticking to that, wife. but that doesn't bother me anyway because we normally take it in turns. So. Yeah. But, like, a lot of people go with um, family because, you know, it's a coupley thing to do, I guess. Um, but Why would you put yourself through that? What, spending time with your spouse? No, oh, but know, spending, t- spending the time in a supermarket. Like, spend the time doing something decent, not doing something fucking awful. No. Some people like cooking food, I guess. Or yeah, like, cooking, know, not buying stuff. it. You don't start cooking in the supermarket? You take your own frying pan, take a flamethrower. <laughs> Why is he frying ham? I'm just <laughs> fucking special. Just fucking love hot ham, mate. Love it. But like, uh, yeah, especially like you know, elderly couples for company or whatever. Yeah. As well as a valid point is people with disabilities. They need something yeah. to help look after them. But in Aldi, um, Aldi have started shouting at customers if they come in with more than one. And you go, I kind of understand why. It's kind of, I think, I can't remember if it's still the law or you know, there's still the advice or whatever. But you know, it's common sense to still be one household per thing. But yeah, they're just shouting at customers. Uh, readers of Stoke-on-Trent Live have shared their lockdown woes after being confronted by Aldi workers over why they were not alone. Why aren't you alone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're just shouting at couples who are doing it. 45-year-old Petra Steele, who cares for husband Lee, slammed Aldi after s- staff stopped them from entering the Mere Park branch. So, yeah, this, again, kind of a carer. I'm assuming who cares for her husband is probably not just, I like my husband. It's probably, like, helps her husband shop. Yeah, he needs help for mm. whatever reason. And Ian Foyne, Foyne, <coughs> aged 57 from Dresden, has vowed never to return to the same store after claiming staff accused him of Q-jumping for getting a trolley for his friend to lean on. Who has spinal problems? Mm. Number one, don't lean on a wheeled trolley; you'll fall over. Do you know what I mean? It's just <laughs> gonna roll away. Just, <laughs> if anything, bring in a stone pillar, for God's sake. Uh, one mum claimed even <laughs> she was even told to leave her toddler outside. Get that baby outside! What? <laughs> All right, well, take that baby. Outside. That's stupid. Why would anyone do that? But then, like, <laughs> so I'm. I'm of the opinion, as someone who doesn't have kids and doesn't understand that whole thing, that if you take your kids shopping with you and you don't have to, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, but maybe she had to. Maybe there's no one to care for the child. Yeah, you know, well, that's the thing. That's the difference. If you don't have to, then you, you're, you're a selfish twat. I guess you can't leave kids in a car, can you? No, don't do that. No. Like, I mean, I guess you could, but I feel like it's societally frowned upon. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, it's one of those. It's like um, leaving kids in the car is, is like the whole stranger danger thing. Like, you d- we didn't really think about it a lot when we were kids, but these days it's more frowned upon. 
like stranger danger well i've yeah. like because we didn't have phones and everything like that i feel like we could fuck off for hours and it's not that the parents didn't care but there was less of that sense of danger mm. whereas now parents want to know where their kids are at all times yeah and I guess on a hot day, there's been videos of people trying to smash car windows because there's a baby in there. A baby in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, the, yeah. You should. You should, should. You should never leave a baby in the car. Well, there's there's also the argument of the baby's probably more susceptible, maybe, to getting infected. So maybe there's a thing of like you shouldn't bring the baby in for risk of it being infected. But I can't. If it's your baby, it's your property. You can do whatever you want with it, right? <laughs> no, but like if you, you, it's a parenting thing, you kind of you want your baby around you all the time to protect it. You wouldn't want to be. Really the you wouldn't want of, it to be out of sight unless you know who yeah. it's with. Yeah, <laughs> and on the same coin, right on the other side of the coin, you go like, well, Aldi shouldn't be demanding to abandon children no. in car parks. No, the kids thing is different. I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was on about if they're coming in like with like both parents and and their kids and stuff it's like mm. no well one of you can come in and do the shopping the rest of you can fuck off yeah well there was that as well right of like you know couples going in when only one needs to go in yeah well that's kind fair like, yeah, i don't have a problem kind of with thing. them like telling people to get out if that's the case but then but then again it's also the you know they are the authority to enforce this it's a it's weird their company shop. policy yeah, but how do you verify whether or not a couple is living in the same house? You know, you'd have to there have to be some kind of scrutinization to be like, we think they live together. Fuck them. You'd be like, you can be married and not live together, or you can be a, a pet, two parents and not live in the same household, and you need to buy things for different reasons. So it's how it's the real. It's, it's how can you actively enforce it? I guess. Yeah, but it's kind of a again, I don't think that's the case for most of the instances. I don't know, but I think to enforce it would be difficult because you just have to hire a private detective, I guess. <laughs> and an Aldi private detective, I get the impression, would not speak English, as in, like, their brand products are usually not written in English. They're yeah. kind of like cheaper imported foods. So it would be kind of like a Pink Panther situation. And yeah. I don't think that that's going to help. Classically, he gets into spots of trouble. Yeah. Good wages, though. Good wages. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aldi famous for paying £10 an hour or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Something like that. Mm. Anyway, in other news, um, I've, I've just got this written down. Uh, Tony Hawk has a masterclass. Excellent. Just find it funny. I just find it funny about like, I mean, this masterclass, I've been interested in it, but it's been quite expensive. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I keep think... seeing advertisements for them and like for like loads of different ones. And there, there are a surprisingly yeah. large amount of them now. Like a yeah, lot of people have yeah. bought a lot of like good artists, directors and whatever, whoever mm. else have really kind of bought into that program. And there is something interesting about it. It's essentially like an in-depth video podcast tutorial mm. about how like Gordon Ramsay teaches you how to cook little things like that, which would be quite interesting to watch. Yeah. But I think it's weird. I think it's interesting for Tony Hawk to be like, you know, first of all, you got to get your kickflip into the stale fish and then... <laughs> You know, heaven is a half pipe, and then you know, whatever. <laughs> it just feels strange to be sat down and over voice talking about how to skateboard. Stand yeah, on it. don't fall off. Yeah, and grind. There you go. It's it's it, yeah yeah yeah. I suppose for like an athletic endeavor, it is a bit odd. Yeah, because you don't learn about that stuff in a classroom. Like yeah, that's like what this kind of thing's artist. for. Just jump really high. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that's good advice. 
it's probably great. It's probably really interesting. It, is, it was just a, a, a reactional laugh from me. Yeah. Like, oh, Tony Hawk's teaching you how to skateboard via the internet. Cool. Uh, in other strange news, uh, this is probably more political than uh, uh, I would say, but two years ago, Egypt adopted a law allowing the government to censor the internet and conduct and conduct surveillance of communications. Mm-hmm. Since then, an Egyptian belly dancer has been jailed for three years and fined the equivalent of £15,000 for inciting debauchery and immorality. This belly dancer is... Uh, emitting some quite sexual undertones, don't you think? How debaucherous. Put her in prison. What the fuck, I know. Is Egypt just one of those incredibly conservative countries? It must be if you could be put in jail for debauchery well, for and belly immorality. Dancing. Yeah. Immorality. You're in jail for... What were you doing? I don't know, but apparently it was immoral. <laughs> was it illegal? It was immoral. Yeah, I was I was dancing <laughs> from the, from the, the waist up. Yeah, and uh, just hell broke loose. (laughs) Sama El Masri, who is well known in Egypt, was arrested in April as part of an investigation into videos and photos on social media. Prosecutors described the posts as sexually suggestive and Cairo's misdemeanors economic court said she had violated family principles and values, as well as using accounts on social media with the aim of committing immorality. (laughs) It's a social... (laughs) I mean... It's a, it's it's definitely a fact that social media has been used to elicit sexual imagery whilst keeping kind of a grey area. I mean, like the Kardashians, right? Their whole thing is we put lots of... I don't know what the liquid's called, but bags of liquid under our arse mm. or in our face so that we look more attractive for more social media posts. Yeah. It's kind of like accepted. And there's nothing... I, there's nothing legally wrong with that. There's something questionable about like just love yourself for who you are. But there's the it's obviously a place where people are uh, amping themselves up to try and gain sexual um, attention. Especially, I mean, they're a belly dancer. I don't know what the what the culture around p- how people view belly dancers. I think it's seen more as a traditional thing, as opposed to like um, a sexualized thing. Although there's got to be a sexual nature to it, surely. Only, yeah, but only in as much as there is in any dancing. Like, like mm. I, I, I think a lot of dance is is it has its roots in seduction, right? Probably. I mean, but I mean, like the backup dancers for Maroon Five. No, not Maroon Five didn't have backup dancer, didn't they? Who am I thinking of? Five, just five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what should we call our band? Five? Why? Well, there's five of us. <laughs> Case Yeah. <laughs> and that's lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking five. Uh, that is a band, right? I'm not yeah, imagining Yeah, it. There was a band called Five. It was five. a 90s boy band. Yeah, I think I did a dance competition. Not competition. Qualification. Yeah. Uh, like first grade dance, I think I did to uh, a five song, I think. And there was something about pulling something down like a lumberjack in reverse <laughs> i had a weird childhood uh, <laughs> don't, i don't think i got second grade can't remember no i think i tested for it in oxford in oxford somewhere but it came back negative <laughs> I think, yeah. he's a uh, devoid of dance <laughs> oh, god damn <laughs> cheers 
but yeah, belly dancers. I mean, yeah, just you can post whatever. You, well, I guess you can't post whatever you want on social media. Um, well, no, you can't I mean, post even, a strip tease. That's the thing. Have. I suppose it depends how, like, exposing how much flesh. Because Egypt is one of those places where you ha- where women have to cover their shoulders, isn't it? I don't know. So, like, maybe it could be it could be a thing of like, well, exposing flesh during dancing or whatever is against the law. You could dance. It's immoral. But you're not allowed to. <laughs> yeah. Show your stomach or something. Yeah, it's just a strange another one of like, oh, there's this would be very different in other countries. Yeah, but and social media kind of feels like a country in itself. So, yeah, weird reaction. So probably that's quite bad. Mm. Just found it funny. <laughs> in more alarming news, uh, an abandoned oil tanker off of Yemen, off of the Yemen coast, is at risk of exploding. Oh, uh, the damaged ship is threatening massive environmental damage to Red Sea marine life desalination factories and international shipping routes so there's just a ship that's going to explode and uh, the un wants to intervene but yemen says no (laughs) (laughs) the united nations said an abandoned oil tanker moored off the coast of yemen loaded with more than one million barrels of crude oil is at risk of rupture or exploding uh huithi rebels who control the area oh sorry so it's not yemen it's these healthy who h-o-u-t-h-i rebels who mm. control the area where the ship is moored have denied you an inspector's access to the vessel you can't come in because we're rebels <laughs> oh they're like Fire pirates system. is this like those uh, maybe those those pirates that started taking people a while ago was yeah that? maybe south park was, a bit uh, on somalia it. wasn't it something like that mm. it's, <laughs> i am the captain now Internet internal documents obtained by the associated press shows that seawater has entered the engine compartment Seen it from a satellite. Oh, yeah. it's going to explode. Uh, and it hasn't been maintained, increasing the risk of sinking. Rust discovered parts of the tanker, and the inert gas that prevents the tanks from gathering inflammable gas has leaked out. <laughs> so the gas that protects the gas is fucked off. <laughs> so now the gas will fuck <laughs> rebels. I understand. Up the gas. Experts say maintenance is no longer possible because the damage is irreversible. Okay. So if you hear a bang. It's Yemen. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> um, Yemen. What a uh, rebel. And in other news, <laughs> yeah, in other non-exploding news, uh, yeah, sports are coming back to the world. Oh, good. Um, in this lockdown, um, including baseball. And baseball's a weird sport. I guess it's cricket for Americans, and I don't get cricket. Mm. But it's the same kind of culture of games go on for a long time. Yeah, it's, it's a long, mainly about slow the game. social gathering mm. and like you know maintaining consistent good play rather than having like incredible breakout moments unless it gets to the point um there's no crying in baseball but this year there will also be no spitting uh you're not allowed to spit in baseball anymore because of coronavirus i'm just ruining everything (laughs) what about the great american pastime of spitting (laughs) no chewing tobacco i guess because you would therefore have to spit right yeah no fans in the stands uh, so no one can go to the live games and no pitchers licking their fingers. So stop licking your fingers. Yeah. Apparently they do this to kind of get more grip to on grip the baseball the when they throw right. it. Okay. And uh, no showering in the clubhouse. <laughs> so you can't shut, which uh, I think Doug Stanhope did a big, great bit about like why it's weird. Like these multi-million dollar earning athletes are having to share a shower. Yeah, and that's that. They didn't want homosexuals in the sport because they didn't want to shower with them. 
It's like, can you think? I, th- I don't want to ruin his amazing comedy bit, mm. but like, yeah, can you name any other industry apart from sports where after the sales meeting everyone goes and has a massive communal shower? Yeah, no, you know, it's just like, yeah, don't shower together, it's fine. <laughs> MLB, which is the Major League Baseball, I think, has unveiled a 120-page safety guide as it prepares to play a 60-game season, which is apparently like a shorter season to make it simpler, Mm. attempted to keep everyone safe. Most players will not be allowed to sit in the dugout. Some will sit in the stands because there's no fans in there. Players and umpires are required to stay six feet apart when possible, even during the national anthem. Oh. Oh. Controversy. (laughs) Don't take a knee, whatever you do. I just I, like it. It that I mean, the national anthem is a massive American cultural thing, right? You like you were born, you grew up to in Christian school reciting God or whatever, yeah, praying at lunchtime, or whatever. It is. Americans have that with the national anthem every morning. I did it when I was an American school yeah. child. And they pledged to the flag. Had it. I pledge yeah. allegiance to the flag of the yeah. United States of America. And it's like I think that. I don't see that in the UK schools of like there is the national anthem played before every English I think before every football game I think well, we're just we're still patriotic we're just much more cynical and less give a fuck about it it's like yeah yeah I like my country don't go on about it just not as regurgitative yeah yes you know it's not just it's like, more oh, it's, it's more critical we like it we like it only to the point where we're still able to criticize it yeah like I mean there's no kind of like the... there isn't nearly as much like blind allegiance yeah, and if you do put your St. George's flag out the window, it has much worse connotations. Yeah, than patriotism. which I still find bizarre. It's like you can't, you can't. Well, patriate yeah. a flag. That's our flag. It's not just for racists. It's for everybody. Yeah, I think there's just so many racists adopted it that it became like. Ugh. Yeah, but then there's a lot of them. I mean, it's like the Confederate flag. I guess the St. George's flag. You go. It's just a flag, but. It was adopted by bad people, but the Confederate flag was created yeah. and held within. Wasn't no, it? that's it's different. different like this is—it's yeah. always been an English flag. Like maybe the Union Jack is less. I think if you had a U, I've got a three hundred and sixty inch or something Union Jack somewhere. Yeah, that I bought a while ago, and um, I felt very uncomfortable when I, I locked me and my housemate locked ourselves out of our house when we got home from a shift at two in the morning or something, and couldn't get in, so we had to ask our neighbour who was. Very nice guy, very nice family, mm. but like, um, yeah, we we were just two young guys who were stupid, so we always have to ask him for help. He had to break into our house. We were like, he was like, "Can we borrow your ladder?" And then we were like, "We can't break. Can you break into the house, please? We're not very good." And then, so he did it, but like when he turned on the lights by the door, it was like a massive union. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like it's it's just we think it's cool. I saw it in Californication. I thought I would do it. Like we're not. It's fine. All right. Cheers. Bye. Um, but yeah national so yeah they have to stand six feet apart during the national anthem in the major league baseball idle spitting that often characterizes downtime during the game will be prohibited along with tobacco but they can still chew gum okay (laughs) it characterizes downtime spitting (laughs) great (laughs) Uh, they will also have to restrain themselves during euphoric moments as celebrations like dumping Gatorade on teammates after a game-winning home run or slapping a shaving cream pie in a teammate's face during a post-game television interview are banned. <laughs> All right, guys. Look, no more shaving cream pie antics, Yeah. okay? No more Gatorade. Just, it, 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 it's all just don't touch each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just stay away. Don't punch someone else with a shaving cream pie. Yeah. All right. 
Um, and lastly, from me, this is coming um, in from a, a listener as well. A sex addict is suing Amazon-owned platform Twitch for $25 million because it has too many scantily clad gamers that left him excited and he injured himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> How did he injure himself? Mm. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> so um, Estavilo, which is his name, has unsuccessfully sued other companies in the past as well, <laughs> including Nintendo, Microsoft and Sony. Mm. <laughs> Fucking Princess Peach. She's too scantily clad. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gamer and self-proclaimed sex addict is suing Twitch, claiming it's got... T- yeah, he that caused him to masturbate and hurt his penis. The suit c- claims Eric Estevillo of San Francisco is following 786 female gamers and zero male streamers and that the list of women keeps on growing because he has little control over his addiction. So Twitch, if people um, if people don't know, is a live broadcasting service usually used for computer games. So you can watch people play games competitively or play games casually. And it's usually got a webcam and that you can talk to the, with the player as they're playing the games. It's also evolved into Twitch IRL, which is just people doing what we're kind of doing, mm. which is just talking. But they would do it with a live audience and they would discuss things with the live audience as much as you can through text. Yeah. You know, they text and chat box and you reply vocally. And then it's evolved into game shows and, yeah, there's podcasts as well and, and whatever that's going on. And there has been a lot of talk of female streamers have some female st- like social media, um, are dressing um, a little bit um, provocatively, which is fine, but they, they believe they're doing it with the intention of gaining more viewers because of it. Well, and there's a whole community of like, oh, you're wearing a low-cut top, why are you doing this? It's like, well, because it's more comfortable. Yeah, but you're doing it to get more viewers. And there are some people who do do this and there are some people who don't and they're just being normal people. Well, it's yeah, the thing is, like, I don't I don't mind that as much. Like, it's a free country. Do what you want. If it works and you're happy, like, entertaining the kind of people that you're going to attract by doing that, then more mm. power to you. But it's the same thing that people yell at celebrities in newspapers. Like, oh, look at her bikini body. Isn't it bad? Or look, why is she wearing this on the red carpet? No, of the it's, it's whatever not. It's, it's it's someone using a tactic that is available to them. That's all. No, sorry. I mean, the people who were ridiculing them, yeah, are the same people who were ridicule celebrities and magazines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, then like, I don't, just... I, don't, I don't understand that. Like, it's the whole, um, like you, b- b- people being being fattest or weightest or whatever the fuck it is mm. called now. It's like it's. It's there's, there's there's no such thing. Like it's just, it's just good-looking people, and you have to you just have to deal with it in life that some people are going to be more good-looking than you. Yeah, it just it, I think it, it, you. It, I can't listen to people talk about it without them seeming bitter. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a, Twitch also has a large um, crowdfunding aspect, as in you can pay donations for streamers to do certain things or to say certain things or to read out loud or just to get their attention so they can read your statement kind mm. of thing so there's also the belief that they're doing this to gain more donations yeah i'm like you i don't really care it's just there's definitely a weird culture it's like of, well, it, look uh, if it, if it works it. and if if they're if they're happy making money like that to be just to, to be clear like i don't personally agree with it i don't think it's i don't think it's um i don't i don't think it's a particularly moral way to make money 
Um, but then, but I don't begrudge them doing it. They're not breaking the law. They're not really, they're, they're not really doing anything wrong. It's just, yeah. And really, the people responsible for it are the people that are giving them money. Like, if you, if like, if there's people in the world that are willing to reward that kind of shit, then yeah, it's going to happen. And they're not, they're not breaking the law. They're not doing anything wrong. And if you complain about it, you only really complain about it because you can't do it. I guess it's seen as an attempt to manipulate people out of money. And you go, maybe it is, but if if you're angry about that, then there's so much more to be angry about because this is how all advertising works, is they're yeah. trying to manipulate you for your money. Yeah. So it's like, it's just giving a face and a person to, to, to yell that issue at, which is, you know, just if, if it offends you and... Yeah, people are idiots. If you're if you if you if it offends you, don't think you can change their mind. If you think they're doing it to manipulate, just stop giving them money. Yeah. Stop paying just attention don't, to don't them. Don't watch them, them then. Like that's the thing. Like you're yeah. in full control of your own of your own capacity. Like just just don't don't be a part of it. But it's the same as the Twitter mob and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Isn't it? just like people just love to just yell vile abuse at people because they can't deal with their own emotions yeah, I guess. people just love talking bollocks but yeah the um complaint filed june 15th in santa clara county court seeks 25 million dollars a spokesperson for twitch dismissed the legal action as frivolous and having absolutely no merit in one case he sued blizzard allegedly alleging sneaky and deceitful practices in world of warcraft i mean there's <laughs> rogues <laughs> it's like rogues that go invisible yeah um, I think, yeah, he described the deceitful practice as walking in, in the game. So I think, like, they walk, the female characters walk with a sway is the only thing, because I've got a, quite a bit of experience in World of Warcraft, like, I think maybe, <laughs> and watching people walk, no, like, I think maybe uh, it's trying to argue. And injuring that myself while masturbating. <laughs> trying to sue people for millions of dollars. Um he also so he tried to sue Blizzard for that, and reports that Estevillo tried to recruit eighties electronic music band Depeche Mode. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to sue Activision or whoever. <laughs> Who do I need on my side? Depeche, Depeche Mode, Mode. <laughs> <laughs> and Winona Ryder. I for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> Depeche Mode though. Oh, you want to have Depeche Mode on your side. Uh, his litigious ways have led to some to call Castivo the PSN plaintiff. I think that's PlayStation Network yeah. PSN. Referring to the initials... Oh, referring to the initials used for Sony's PlayStation Network. He also uses the name for his autobiography, available now on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> In the suit against Twitch, X Stavillo claims that he suffers from depression, obsessive compulsive disorder, or OCD, agoraphobia, and Crohn's disease. He also says he is a sex addict and blames his OCD. Okay. <laughs> I love that sex has got to be obsessively compulsive disorder. I get um, it, maybe it is, but like some people turn the light switch off and then on again. Yeah. Other people need to have twenty-five people orgies yeah. like, every Wednesday. You know, it's, it's just a weird little thing. But I guess uh, flicking a light switch on and off again is probably the same excuse. as masturbation. There's plenty, of, there's plenty of men in the world who've had trouble with compulsive wanking that haven't had OCD. <laughs> that haven't sued Twitch or yeah. World of Warcraft. <laughs> 
Um, his complaint also details how Estevillo came to hurt himself when he resorted to a fleshlight branded sex toy to masturbate while gazing at the females on Twitch. Estevillo ended up chafing his penis every day with the device. Oh, God. <laughs> Bro, just use a lube or yeah. something. Some people put it in the microwave. <laughs> just don't do it fucking dry. <laughs> the complaint adds that he suffered redness, sure, and mild infections since the fleshlight is electrical and also vibrates. All right, maybe you shouldn't put it in the microwave then, I guess. And applied an antibiotic ointment to avoid necrosis. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, he winked so much and so dry that the skin on his dick died. <laughs> <laughs> He also complained of a bloodshot eyes from staying up for hours staring at the female this gamers. It's your fault, dude. <laughs> and he claims he once ejaculated on his monitor, causing it to explode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more accurately, I just love saying it exploded because it does, causing it to short circuit and spark a fire that left his apartment in a blackout. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Goddamn Twitch! <laughs> so I think, like, it started off. I do, I did genuinely believe there's people as misguided as this, but I kind of feel like if that's your complaint, that well, I got bloodshot eyes for staying up so late as well, because you know there's so many women, <laughs> and I wanked on my monitor and my house blacked out. <laughs> I think he's I think he's doing it to be silly. He's trolling, I yeah. guess. Apparently he's got a YouTube channel, so maybe he's doing it to promote that. Okay, maybe. <laughs> but still uh, it's a genuine filed court case or sue sue that he's trying to sue. So yeah. it takes a bit of effort. You know, we're classically quite bad at promoting our YouTube channels. So yeah, maybe we should maybe just start wanking. Should... <laughs> yeah. Start suing I don't know, Crash Bandicoot or something. Yeah. Goddamn oh. weird animal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, um, that's my stuff in the news this oh, week. Excellent. Um, all right. Um, not to go back to too many current events, but an estate agents group in Texas says it will no longer use the word master to describe its bedrooms and bathrooms in its listings because they're scared that their houses will be called racist. <laughs> that's a racist house that is. yeah they're changing it to primary it's the primary bedroom the primary bathroom it's like I, I don't think you're you're really partaking in the in the discussion that the rest of the country's having by just yeah, removing the word just... master from your vernacular like yeah well, it's just feels I like have it a master's like degree pretending. what the fuck <laughs> yeah. am I gonna do well, isn't like the the um, the son of the family is also meant to be called a master? I don't know. Yeah, well, that, that's, I think that was an got, idea. It's weird. Outdated I don't understand it. Tradition. If it was, if it was like, if if it had some relation to slavery, as in, if it was directly related, oh, it's been right, called yeah. it was called the master bedroom because it's where the master of the slaves slept, or whatever. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, I understand. I understand. Is it like chess where, like, all the slave owners get together and have a grand tournament? <laughs> Who is the slave master? <laughs> like, out. I understand that, but it, it hasn't. It's just the, the master of the house is not a term that is related to slavery. Yeah. Well, it's just a straight... It's just a... 
It feels disingenuine. It just feels like it's trying to... It's, this is this is the definition of a cover-up. Yeah. Right? This whole thing with other things going on. And I read recently as well that um, the Family Guy, uh, the guy who voices Cleveland oh, in Family Guy, yeah. is white and he's stepped down mm. so that he can be replaced with a black voiceover artist. Yeah. And maybe I'm... I, I'm totally open to being wrong. I think the Simpsons have done the same thing as well. They vowed to never have a voiceover actor that's representing yeah, um, but the character of a specific race. But I mean, they're the Simpsons died racist. years ago. Like, yes, morally, like they're, they're dead and buried. Well, just quality wise as well. Yeah. It felt like we dropped. But it just, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is the way forward. But it just feels like um, less. It just feels bad. It just feels like you're just segregating races, and it feels like it's going to be more difficult to create quality content because, let's say, The Simpsons come up with a new character that, let's for argument's sake, is really good, really interesting, very high quality character, but they they got to select a um, I don't know someone from Alaska or someone from an Inuit an Inuit person to do the voiceover for it and they struggle to find a good available inuit voiceover actor to voice that character it's just a strange hurdle when you go should it really just be the message that's being broadcast yeah should it be it just feels strange to me it feels like you're putting more hurdles but it's in the way of something that could be more effective for the cause that you're trying to um, ally to, but it's, it's the thing. It's this whole skin skin tone for an actor thing is is stupid anyway. It's always been stupid. Mm. It's the same. It's the same argument that they use for well, we did we sh- we shouldn't have straight actors playing gay roles. We shouldn't yeah. have um, like cisgendered people playing trans people. We shouldn't have like X versus Y. And we we had this we we had this discussion a while ago when people were bitching about aladdin or something and it it, and the argument that someone had was um was will smith ain't blue like yeah he's he's playing the genie he ain't blue like and it's the same shit they're actors Mm. like but just if if, what is your goal if you're like let's say that there's i'd argue that the one of the best things you can use to spread the word of your cause or your issue is through television film you know these kind of well-written examples that kind of think about and deconstruct and really put portray a good idea the good idea you're trying to portray if you're trying to make that process more difficult by putting more parameters around what you can and cannot do and i know this is probably quite an extreme thing but this is just where my mind thinks you go well if you can only have um parallel raced people voicing cartoons that depict a particular race does that mean that you can only have people from that race write the lines for that character mm. like it, it, where do you want to stop what is the point you're trying to make is it that you're trying to get more race representation in the product in in the show so that there's more jobs for more racially diversity because if that's the case you can do that with everything it's... it doesn't have to be specific to race people can exist and imagine outside of their own race because we're all the same. We're all people. Yeah. The more you try and say no, only black people are allowed to do black voices. Yeah. Or write like, for black characters or think about black issues. You go, 
you're just segregate. You're just putting people yeah, that's into a box. Like those are the people that are saying that we're not all equal, that we're not the same, yeah. that we that we that we shouldn't be treated the same, and I, I, it just oh, it, it, it's it's I, I I feel like most people feel this way, but just not a lot of people are open to talking about it. Well, it just it makes so much sense to me to treat everybody equally. Yeah, within that regard of just. An actor is an actor. They portray somebody who is not themselves. Let them portray whoever they want to do it. If they do it badly, then they won't succeed very well. If they do it brilliantly, then they'll succeed very well. well. It's a meritocracy. The best person for the job gets the job. And it's just... It just feels strange. It's, it's, it makes so much sense to me to just allow people to equally do what they what, what they want to do in film and television and cartoons. Yeah. That I just go, hey, I might be wrong. Maybe this is the right way forward. I'm interested to see where it goes but i mean i really don't understand it right now mm. i just go it just feels like it's yeah you're causing more again you're causing more problems for the cause that you claim to be aligned to, allying to yeah it's just like have you thought this through it's very it's, short-sighted it's a cult I mean, man it's a religion it doesn't make any sense yeah it's just uh, just think about what it is you want to achieve. Yeah, do you want to get your message out there by having better writers for those characters? Or do you want to have a better stereotype of cartoon race? Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like the message would be more important, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> be interesting. Yeah. Um, the, the aviation minister of Pakistan says that nearly one in three of the country's pilots have fake licenses. <laughs> Some guy. Right? You, what, what do you want to fly? Fighter jet? Let's put fighter jet. <laughs> Stamp. Just, just take that to the fighter jet hangar. You'll be fine. It says, it says 262 pilots in the country did not take the exam themselves and had someone else sit it on their behalf. Um, the results of the investigation were announced um, on Wednesday as part of a preliminary report into a plane crash that killed 97 people in Karachi on uh, on May 22nd. Um, and there was there, there's been no word on whether the pilots of that plane had um, yeah but, implied though I guess yeah yeah <laughs> but one in three pilots don't have a license <laughs> it's so stupid optimistically they could yeah. all be able to fly I mean obviously they are apart from the, that plane that crashed but it's not all internal either like some of them fly for other, other yeah. for, for, for other for other countries. Yeah, it it just see you you would expect that planes would have a higher level of scrutiny when it comes to. I've got to take them, my fucking shoes off when I got on a plane. This cunt hasn't even got a license. <laughs> Doesn't even know where third gear is. I mean, can he parallel park that Boeing? <laughs> just like there's loads of people who got fake driver's licenses or just pretend to. You don't go for their driver's license, but you go. There's so many people. There's so many cars. Yeah, it's going to be difficult to manage. There's not that many pilots, right? No, there's, there's not that many in, planes. Well, so the, in in Pakistan, there's there's um, I think like 860 pilots or something like that, which yeah. isn't a lot for a, for a, no. for a profession. There are 800 odd of you that do it yeah. in the country. Like that's not much. Yeah. You can't Everything. ensure that not all of them have a license. Yeah, just please, like, just get get a barcode or something. Yeah. Do a poll on Facebook. Just, just we'll pay for you to learn how to fly. We need pilots. <laughs> <laughs> just need you to learn how to fly completely, not just like 
you know, I, I drove around uh, on my provisional license, and uh, I think I did fine. So I think I'll just go mm. and go and do it. Yeah, <laughs> seems odd. I mean, did you ever? Um, uh, <laughs> that's a weird way to phrase it. But when you had your provisional license, did you ever drive solo? No. I did it once. Well, solo. I did it. I drove with a friend to drop him off at work once, and that was pretty, uh, pretty intense. As yeah. In like, as a, you know, I was comfortable driving, but it was very much that if I get pulled over, yeah, I'm just arrested. You know, I can't have a driving license. So it's like, I c- can you imagine doing that with I don't know, six hundred people in the plane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope we don't get pulled over. <laughs> These people might die. Yeah, pull over. Jeez. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, intensity on a scale of a Boeing seven four seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, producers of the Lord of the Rings TV series in New Zealand have put out a casting call for funky-looking people. Oh. Uh, they list uh, facial burns, long, skinny limbs, acne scars. <laughs> how funky. <laughs> deep cheekbones, facial lines, missing bones, large eyes. <laughs> You'll love this next guy. He hasn't got a fucking skull. (laughs) 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 Missing bones, not missing limbs. No. No, he's got no jawbone. (laughs) Like a fucking octopus. (laughs) (laughs) He's got no shin bone, but he has got feet bones. It's weird. You see him him hop around. Uh, Mace. Yeah. Missing bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't find it. Like I, I, I don't. I don't really have any problem with that. I think as long as you, you, as long as you've got like a certain degree of self confidence, you'd be fine. You'd be, and oh yeah, yeah, and plus it'll be a bunch of people. It'd be like I get to be in Lord of the Rings. That's fucking. I don't care if they're <laughs> casting me because I'm ugly. This guy gets yeah, casted because yeah. he's not ugly. Why should yeah, he, Why should I be any different? I overheard a guy on a train once who was like a professional extra in his spare time. Mm. And I think, um, I can't remember what film it was, but I think it was one of the Batman films. He was like, I don't know, a member of the jury. And he's like, he was like talking to someone. He's like, I've just been to see it and I'm, I'm in Batman. It's fucking great. So like, you don't have to, it's not, everybody would love, there's lots of people regardless of how many bones they have. He's going to be really happy to be in a film. And, you know, most people would be like, yeah, no, I'd fit that. Like, um, uh, yeah, I think like zombies or like lo- like Viking zombies. I think somebody lent me a thing. I don't think I look very Viking, but I'm tall and have a beard. Yeah, so maybe I fit in, you know, uh, uh, masters level film about you know the university study university project about something. I could probably do something like that. Mm. But yeah, so all fun for everyone involved. It just you know, funky people, you know, those without bones. Funky looking people. <laughs> Long, thin arms. Yeah. Acne scars, deep cheekbones, face, uh, facial yeah. lines, uh, missing bones, large eyes, and skinny faces. <laughs> large eyes. You got massive eyes? Pop in. Why? We want to make you into a goblin. Okay. Okay. Do I get to be on TV? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Then. All right. Now everyone can make fun of me. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. I mean, I think people who are going to those kind of things want to because they would enjoy it. Well, that's the thing. Like the article said that, like during the filming of the the Hobbit things, they put out a casting call, like a similar casting call in Ireland when they were doing some filming over there, mm. and they had to they, they had to call the police because so many people showed up. 
Like they had, it was an open casting call and like 3,000 mm. people just showed up to this fucking field. It's like, uh, we need to, we yeah. need to call the police and get this sorted out. Like people will go. Yeah. And it's, it's usually with a positive response as well. It's not like yeah. seen as there to make fun of. No. I mean, there's a load of um, famous actors who have been, uh, famous actors, but people who have become prolific because of how they look. Was it The Hills Have Eyes? Yeah. There was like, um, I think, a bald guy in that with a lot of pock marks on his face. I think he did that. He got a lot of acting work off of that. And then famously, the guy from The Devil's Rejects and is it Big Fish Mm. with Ewan McGregor? Like the really tall guy. He got a lot of acting work because of how he looked. And he loved it. It was very, uh, it has been reported. Yeah. He was a big fan of it. So it's like, I think it's a positive thing to do. It's not going there. Come come in so we can make fun of you. No. No, let's make you into a really cool goblin. Yeah. So there's a positive, uh, positive energy behind it, I think. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, and you're gonna have to recruit certain. Yeah, that's the advert you would have to write if you want to get people, you know, without a funny bone or without without a nose bone. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, three family members who drowned in a backyard pool in New Jersey did not know how to swim. The police have said. <laughs> Pick it up as we go along. Be fine. Dogs can swim. Babies can swim. I can swim. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 above ground pool was mostly shallow at three and a half feet, uh, but there was a portion of the pool that was seven feet deep, uh, and it doesn't appear that the victims knew how to swim, uh, the office said. Um, oh, God. East Brunswick police were called at the home uh, located at 43 Clearview Road. At 4.18pm, I found three family members unresponsive in the pool, police said. Oh, they were God. pronounced dead shortly after being found. Like, I, 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 They're dead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, initially, oh, it's panic, like they, they showed up and there's like three people floating on the pool. Like, yeah. and they were like, maybe electricity, maybe something shorted and it's just killed them all. Not yeah. like none of them knew how to swim. <laughs> And they all got in the pool at home and they all yeah. drowned. <laughs> it, there is a lot of planning that went into their own demise. Yeah. Right, is, is the point. It's You had to order an above ground pool, which is in the hundreds of pounds or whatever, I'd assume. You'd have to fill the pool yeah. yourself. <laughs> so just don't fill it above your face. <laughs> right just fill it to your waist or something no 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 the gut the manual says fill it up to the top all right now everyone in <laughs> <laughs> well i can't right i i can't remember i can't I, I can't remember exactly how it was when i didn't know how to swim because it was i was like a kid like really young mm. but like as long as there was a point that i that where you could stand up you could generally like hobble your way over to it, even if you were coughing and your head was going underwater and shit. Like you could, I think. Yeah. There's a, I thought there was a certain kind of natural instinct that would get you there. I think there is, uh, like doggy paddling or whatever, can kind of get you going a little. But maybe you haven't got as strong muscles. Maybe you're, I think the panic is the biggest thing. Yeah, the panic is probably what paralyzes most people. Because you could also <laughs> say, well, if you sink to the bottom, you can jump back up. Yeah, but you'd need a certain level of confidence to yeah to do that without freaking the fuck out. I guess. Yeah, but then it's like one person gets in and they can't swim and they start drowning, <laughs> and then the next person's like, "Oh, I'll save you," and they get in and they start drowning, and then yeah. the third person isn't like, "Well, I don't know how to swim either." He's like, 
there's just a certain degree of confidence there. It's like, I'll it's save peer you. Peer pressure. And then peer they drown as well. Yeah. They all do- jump in for a selfie in the air or something. <laughs> then they all die. I saw a video today, actually, of... Because um, there's, a, there's a weird um, fact about babies that... Um, that uh, and this is goes... I think this was in reference to certain memories being ingrained in some way within your own genetic build-up. Mm. So within your DNA, there's certain memories that you carry with you. Like if a baby, if a baby dives into a pool <laughs> or a baby is thrown into a pool, it instinctively knows to hold its breath. Yeah. There's no reason. Yeah. There's no, no one's taught it. It just knows I'm supposed to hold my breath now. Um, so I saw a video today of a woman just chucking her baby into a pool, <laughs> into a pool and jumping in with it. And the baby just completely submerges but then comes up on its back and like you can see it kind of doing the reflexive. Fix was telling me about that the other day. Like they they started classes that do have that like plunging your baby into water and they start it out like really like at a small distance and just gradually increase it over time. And it's because a lot of infants fall in pools. Yeah. And it's to try and lower that. Because I guess if you fall in a pool from the side and you don't know how to swim, you're much more likely to go into shock. Yeah, but I mean, this is like a, this is a baby that I don't think can walk. Yeah. You know, So, it, and again, it kind of makes sense, but there's still that weird reaction of, oh my God, <laughs> the baby is gone. I've seen Jaws. I know what happens next. Just get that, but the baby just floats up to the top with his face up and yeah, he's like moving his arms and legs to try and remain buoyant and move and stuff like that. Mm. And she only does it for a couple of seconds. I think she clicks above his face to make sure she keep the baby can see yeah and then she grabs him but it's like oh my god it's so fucking there's a weird it's as much as the baby's memory is like oh i can just hold my breath i think every human's like that baby is drowning yeah <laughs> get it out yeah how the hell did we get onto that i can't remember um i don't oh the the drowning in the backyard oh yeah yeah so yeah there must be some kind there is a level of uh instinctive swimming i think yeah but yeah there's just so many other factors that can really fuck you up i guess and again maybe they were remaining buoyant for quite a long time mm. um but they weren't able to move to a shallower area for whatever reason and they just exhausted themselves and maybe that's the thing that happened yeah <laughs> yeah oh, sorry <clears throat> yeah. um uh, as a couple more maybe one um producers of an of an upcoming netflix adaptation on of sherlock holmes are being sued because their depiction of the character is quote too nice <laughs> <laughs> did you like the um benedict cumberbatch and uh, uh i've only seen oh a f- my god what's his name is it martin freeman it's one of my favorite actors. martin freeman yeah. There you go. yeah i've only brilliant, seen a few of them actor. um i've started watching i know him people recently. were like really really into that show um, but I've only yeah. seen a couple of them. Yeah, I think it's just uh, it's the depiction of a BBC show. I think mm. I guess there's like a lot of it is like, oh, can you believe how rude he's being? Yeah, there's lots of rude people. I'm I'm probably one of those rude people. Yeah, not smart, but I can be rude. It's fine. And uh, yeah, the soundtrack was always really funky, weird, and the plots were always a bit like ah. But it felt like I had that reaction to a lot of BBC shows. I think. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan, but I, hey, I'm still watching it. Well, so, so the, the, the that's that's kind of related. So it says um, Arthur Conan Doyle's estate is suing Netflix um, uh, over its upcoming film Enola Holmes, um, 
arguing that the show's depiction of Sherlock Holmes as kind and caring and respectful of women is a violation of the author's copyright. So basically, there's there's a certain amount of the of, of the Sherlock Holmes text books or whatever that have um, that are no longer copyrighted that have been around for so long that they're now in public domain. Um, and right. then there's a, a and then there's another chunk of them that are still under copyright. The first ones that have fallen out of copyright pick, um, d- depict Sherlock Holmes as being um, like you were saying about the other like emotionally unavailable, aloof, like quite right. calculated and more of an intellectual than anything. And then the the later books went more into like him as an emotional side. So they're saying that because the character is more on the emotional side they're using copyrighted material or they're being influenced <laughs> by copyrighted material. Whereas the ones right. like the BBC one, which is more cold calculated yeah. and everything like that are using the non-copyrighted material. So it's fine. Right. So right. like, it does make sense. It was just like being sued because he's nice. We've got emotional um, openness under copyright. So yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess, I guess makes sense, right? It's their character. Yeah. And there is an there is an element of open domain about a lot of it, but yeah, if you're just taking someone's character, somebody's story, and somebody's writing, and then passing off as something else, mm. I guess there could be similarities there if the personality is changed to the public image of you know the pu- public image of Sherlock Holmes is yeah he's rude and you know a high functioning sociopath or whatever yeah so if suddenly he starts I don't know gardening then um hey that's what he's doing in the book that we still copyrighted so where did you get that idea from yeah 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 which i guess makes sense but yeah it's still it's a shame but i think you've got to protect the original writer right in some way. well i mean like i i think they'll they'll be at a point where they just need to make sure they can kind of squeeze as much money as they can out of what's left of the franchise because if it's all starting to go into public domain now that that's their that's that's that their cash cow that's like slowly melting away. There's an element of that, but let's take the. Well, who is the sweet corn giant? I can't remember. Ho ho ho! Yeah, green giant, right? So say he had an elaborate backstory, mm. right? And he had like these adventures that he went on. If some, you know, if you've written that, and then someone goes, "I like that idea. I'm going to use the exact same name and the exact same character image." and his personality but i'm going to send him to texas you'd be like well hang on we did all this effort to write and craft this character and now you've just taken it to write your own mm. that's be some kind of you know relationship or deal or contract between them you can't just be like oh i like that mona lisa painting in fact i'm going to copy it but i'm going to put it in a different frame <laughs> you'd be like there needs to be some relationship with it and they've already accepted that hey after a certain number of years and fa- and infamy then it's going to be like, yeah, Sherlock Holmes is kind of known now. You can't just control it all. You can't be Disney and just start buying everything. Disney's <laughs> weird, man. So Disney, every time... so There's a bunch of their stuff that should have already gone into public domain. But every time that kind of that point comes up, they lobby the government to extend the, the, the public domain law. So they, they, <laughs> they influence the change of the entire law in in the states in order to protect mickey mouse yeah yeah goofy yeah (laughs) it's it's bizarre well i guess that's just what what money will get you yeah there's there's a profit to be had out of it i guess you can try you can still be wrong for doing so yeah but yeah Mm. um and finally a chinese man's bladder has exploded after holding a piss for 18 hours (laughs) 
<laughs> I've always heard really bad things about that. Yeah. Never exploding. But yeah. Still not the best for your health. The 40-year-old man uh, identified only as Mr. Who, no relation to Doctor, for, uh, reportedly <laughs> fell asleep after downing 10 bottles of beer during a heavy drinking session the night prior um, without heading for a piss once. Um, when the doctor says uh, when you drink alcohol it causes the body to produce more urine than usual um, and that can potentially contribute to the bladder being full yeah drink more piss more makes sense Um, uh, and when accompanied by an inebriated individual being less aware of his fullness this can this can result in traumatic bladder rupture Uh, this actually happened to me did it yeah when I was a kid when I was like 12 it didn't explode but I think I was close yeah like um, I, I don't know how long it was until I pissed but we were um, going on a family drive to see other family which is like an hour and a half's drive and I remember being absolutely bursting to go for a piss before we left or just before like before we left and I didn't go and then in the car journey I was like I'll just sleep and then I'll wake up and it'll be fine that makes sense <laughs> but then yeah just incredible pain yeah um, and i didn't put two and two together at all <laughs> like i just uh um and the, what my auntie who was in the car was a nurse and she's like we'll go to hospital went to hospital and it was incredibly tender like when my appendix burst mm. and just poked and prodded it's like well we'll, we'll need we'll go for more tests and i was like oh i actually need to go to the bathroom you know, what can i do <laughs> and they brought me this like um it's like a cardboard water bottle is what it looked like with like a large open opening right so that you could piss into it yeah and I filled two of them. <laughs> and the, do- <laughs> the, the doctor was just... And the, the, I just remember the look on the nurse's face when she came... Because I had to stop half, like halfway, obviously, because the first one was full. She just came to pick up. Okay, have you been to the bathroom? Yeah, she just picked up and went, whoa, this is, this is full. Yeah, can I have another one? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> came and then as the doctor comes back, are you feeling better? Like, oh yeah, I feel great now. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think you could be... I think you could be excused. I think discharged. I think I think he just needed a piss. <laughs> Everybody's stupid. I'm not going to say that I'm not less stupid. I'm more stupid than most. I just needed to piss and I went to hospital. Yeah. Like 12 or something. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I've been a burden on the universe for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, that, you go, well, my point is that, that um, it went away like I was like I really need to piss and yeah. then your brain can just forget about it I wasn't drunk or anything like no. that it was just like oh it just faded away and then there was it didn't feel like I needed to piss it just felt like painful so I was like I'll just sleep and then hopefully it'll go away so I was trying to sleep in the car and uh, yeah I just didn't sleep well, and I slept and then woke up I was like no I'm just in a lot of pain so my parents were like well my mum was like, well, we've got a hospital. So I think I don't understand. Like, if it got to that point, would you not piss yourself? No, yeah, no, not that. Didn't happen. I don't, it's like, just, uh, it just seems weird that your body would be like, no, we're just going to let ourselves explode <laughs> rather than just yeah, letting this go. Rather than just piss yourself, yeah. Just the pressure behind the muscle that's holding it back, you'd imagine, would just break. Yeah. Right, and I think that was um, I, we did stop off on the side of the road to piss at one point before we got to hospital, and I filled another four liters or whatever it was. Yeah, so you could just block it out, I guess. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I've been to hospital a few times. One of them was uh, <laughs> I needed a piss. <laughs> uh, uh, 
that's that's yeah. that's me this week. See you this week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We did. I did a bit more social media posting because mm. it's just uh, with me and productivity or Mark, whatever social media is, is very much about just getting started. And once I start, I can do it. It's just getting around to looking forward to writing a tweet. Yeah. I haven't really got it in me. But I don't like how they... I used, um, we used like a social media app. I started using Hootsuite. And I was like, just post these whenever throughout the week. And I think it posted them all within two days. Oh. I was just experimenting to see if it would spread it out a little bit more. Yeah. It's all kind of been posted. And yeah, we had some interactions on it, which I think was all right. Mm. Uh, it was interesting to do so. Um, there was one um, about Uncle Ben's rice, who I tried to figure out who it was because I assumed it would just only, it was a Facebook post that I thought people only who liked our Facebook page would see it. But I get the feeling, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong about this, but I get the feeling that he was actively looking for Uncle Ben's posts. Oh, right. Because like, he's posted a lot of similar stuff. And it was like, oh, it's just, he wants to get the word out there about Uncle Ben's. About Benz. Uncle Ben's. Yeah. And it was good conversation with him briefly, but it was good. Yeah. So yeah, try to be more active on social media. It's just, it's just not in my repertoire at all. No. Still, I'll keep on saying it, but I still think it's probably what we need to get good at, so force it try and force social media interaction yeah just feels like yelling uh yelling something it's trying to say something that is um accepted by many is what it feels like even though we still write posts in our own ways it just feels like you're at a party and instead of just screaming for screaming's sake you're screaming to try and gain attention Mm. and that's the part i don't really get i'm not that's not really how i operate i guess um, indirectly screaming in an open room will gain you attention but not the type of attention that you would get out yeah you know, oh yeah it's fine yeah I'll accept that it's just trying to do it for approval yeah try to do it for approval this feels ugh. but how else do you get your message out there other than putting your message out there <laughs> I guess. so yeah but yeah so I'm at Nick Snip I am at Sing It Steve yeah, we're at Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and we're at Pulling Teeth Podcast on Facebook. Yeah, you can email us at uh, wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com. Send us anything. Um, anything. Subscribe to us on YouTube, subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple or wherever the hell you listen to your podcasts. Um, yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. We're on the website, which is www.pullingteethpodcast.com, where we have an Amazon banner that we keep on forgetting about. Which is uh, in the top right, if you shop with Amazon and uh, you want to support the podcast, just before you go to Amazon, go to our website and click on the banner. Then if you end up buying something, Amazon will send us a kickback, which will help us out. Um, So if you would like to do that, you're more than welcome to. It won't affect your shopping in a negative way at all. Mm. It'll just kind of help us out. Yeah. Yeah. Subscribe on YouTube. We said that. All those good things. And don't wank onto your computer monitors because they'll explode and cause an apartment blackout. Yeah. If they can take anything from this, don't do that. Be suspicious of World of Warcraft's walking animations. Yeah. 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 Hmm. All right. Yeah, another week. Cool.